then, so this episode ended up proving to be so long, I decided to split it up into two parts. So make sure you listen to part one of our Lifetime 2020 uh, preview show. Uh, and here is part two with the rest of the 30 movies coming up this season. Then next we have Feliz Navidad, and that's D-A-D, uh, capitalized. Uh, oh, is so, this the one with Slater? So yes. this has Mario Lopez, Annalyn McCord, uh, and this is November 21st. And when I was talking to Amy Winter, she told me that, that, uh, that we were talking about how you, I just can't believe that Mario Lopez has a, is in a movie with a 14-year-old daughter, like. How is this happening? <laughs> but uh, but the plot is David Morales and our Arizona high school principal and single dad has lost the holiday spirit after also losing his wife a few years ago during the Christmas season. Now David will do anything to avoid Christmas, so he moonlights as a delivery driver during the holidays. But this year, David's 14-year-old daughter, Noelle, and his live-in sister, Marissa, are determined to bring the Yuletide spirit back to the family and with a little luck and help David uh, find love again via online dating. So when Sophie, a witty musician and customer on David's delivery route, sw swipes right on him, something magical happens between them. And this... Uh, is written by a man named Peter Murrieta, and all of his credits were all sitcoms that he'd done. So I hope that it'll be kind of funny, that maybe there'll be some energy to it. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I don't love Annalyn McCord's Hallmark movie. Her Chris, The Christmas Parade isn't my favorite, um, but I'm willing to give her another shot. I like Mario Lopez. Uh, I think this one sounds pretty good. I'm pretty excited about it. It's set in Arizona, which is madness. I mean, there's no never Hallmark Christmas movies in a in a warm climate like Arizona. But um, Dory, what do you think? Um, I'm excited for this one. Um, I'm gonna give it an orange. I mm -hmm. actually tend to really like these single dad movies yeah. mm -hmm. a lot. Like Hot they work. work. Yeah, exactly. Like the widower ready finally to move on like i'm super into those movies and this description was cute it's written by a sitcom writer i think that the i think it has all of the components that mm -hmm. could make it really fun um i'm with you on annalyn mccord she hasn't been my favorite but i mean maybe i just need to see her in the right movie so i i think this sounds really cute mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you think about Twinkle All the Way last year, which was so good, was the uh, the uh, the widower, hot widower. Yeah, yeah. And do you agree, Rachel? I actually, I'm going to give this one a diamond um, yes. because I I love Mario Lopez. They're rebooting Stay by the Bell. Yes. I love the idea that they're using take this Alaskan newspaper revival that they're using the swipe right thing, like they're tuned in. Right. Um, and I love the fact that he's living with his sister, like that gives a family dynamic. The thing about these single dad movies is that you're automatically on the guy's side because they obviously care a lot for their kid. Um, right. I love Dear Santa. You guys yeah. know that one? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Where he like, drives the snowplow. So I think, the, and the Arizona setting, I thought this one sounded really cute and getting it did you guys watch date my dad was that the one with barry watts it was a limited oh, yeah. I think it didn't get renewed but i thought that was really cute because he had such a great um chemistry with his kids and uh, so yeah 
I'm down for Slater being in a Hallmark movie. Thumbs up. I think I will also give it a diamond ring. I, for all those reasons you said. Uh, so yeah, if it was someone like Sarah Drew, I would be like huge diamond ring because I that right. would be like oh make it perfect. they should have put those two together. Oh, it would have been amazing. Um, my story is that I was in Vienna last year just as they were starting to film Christmas in Vienna with Sarah oh, Drew. So I was like wandering gosh. the streets waiting to see if I could see her, and I didn't. But. She made Christmas. This is November 22nd. Stars Michelle Ar- Argris and Travis Nelson. Sorry if I mispronounced your name, Michelle. Uh, and uh, so this is, we don't know the writer or the director. This is every year, Megan, an ambitious young woman, uses the weeks leading up to Christmas to become the ultimate holiday freelance assistant for hire, helping with any Christmas-related task for extra income. But when the opportunity arrives to save a Christmas party and dazzle her crush, she must choose between the man of her aspirations and Mr. Wright. Uh, so the one thing I do like about this is that they're not trying to pretend that this is some kind of major career for her. Like right. it's just turn extras yeah. on the side, which I like yeah. because some right. of these I'm like Christmas festival of ice or the um, Christmas made to order where it's like, where Alexa Penavega is supposedly going to be doing this for her whole career. And I'm like, it's side This is hustle. not a real job. <laughs> it's not a real job. <laughs> and so I kind of like that in this description, but other than that, it's pretty basic. Uh, but and I don't know either of these actors uh, so I'll probably give it a sock but it has potential uh, what do you think Dory um I'm just looking up the guy in this I just want to see them um okay so they look kind of younger um mm-hmm. and I, I'm actually going to give this an orange because I like that it's kind of like a nod to the gig economy that we're all in yeah, instead of true. acting like that doesn't exist. Like I have so many friends who wear multiple hats. Yeah. Hi, Rachel, who like have a bunch of different gigs that they're doing to make ends meet, whether it's, you know, temping and driving Uber and driving, delivering food for Postmates. Like this is, that is real, you know, to like need some extra money over the holidays. And so you're an assistant for hire. I really love that. I love when they acknowledge kind of what's going on in the world and it sounds like they'll make it fun and interesting. Um, or they have the potential to make it fun and interesting. I trust this in the hands of lifetime more than I would Hallmark, quite frankly. And um, yeah, I'm going to go orange. I think it has potential. What do you think, Rachel? I'm going to go orange too. And it's remember in while you were sleeping when she had like a normal job for a yeah. romantic comedy heroine. And I love that she right. worked for the L um, and I I'm with you. I, especially in, the year of covid where people are having to come up with new ways and i like seeing real people fall in love and i'm sorry ice sculptress you do not have a 365 day a year ice sculpting job especially one that's gonna pay for her expensive medical i mean expensive legal education that she's just had i don't I think that's need- happening amazing apartments for being like a part-time gingerbread consultant like no it makes no sense and so it's time to give a nod to all of us who don't have these magical lives and so for that i'm giving it an orange solid orange here for that well said 
All right. Very good. Okay. So then we have Dear Christmas, and this is on the 27th of November. This stars Melissa Joan Hart, Jason Priestley, Robin mm. Givens, Ed Begley Jr., Faith Prince, Nikki Whalen, and then a bunch oh of cameos. It says, with cameos by Jamie and Doug Huner, Hillary Burton, and Antoine Tanner. I think that's our only Hillary Burton sighting this entire wow. holiday season, is this cameo, which I don't know why they i shouldn't have said that i shouldn't have spoiled it for you like they did but um uh this is written by or was directed by emily moss wilson who did christmas wish with hillary burton so that probably explains that um last year she did christmas in louisiana and christmas in mississippi so she has a pretty good track record and it is written by juliet and keith giglio who did christmas reservations and a very nutty christmas and return to halloween town so they have a pretty good uh tv movie uh, repertoire i didn't like christmas reservations but the rest are were pretty good uh so here's the plot natalie morgan is the host of a popular podcast that's always tricky holiday love <laughs> i was like, I'm always looking at these podcast movies uh which shares true stories of holiday romance with its listeners while to the outside world and her listeners everywhere natalie is an expert on romance she's never truly experienced a romance of her own as natalie prepares to embark on a promotional tour for her new book she stops back home to spend christmas with her family where she unexpectedly begins to experience her own holiday romance as sparks ignite with local firefighter jack jason Priestley. so one thing i kind of like about this movie about this description at least is that uh, that there's not the old high school boyfriend this is just somebody who's mm -hmm. like never had love and that's something you never see depicted in anything and there are people and i'll be honest including myself who have never really had a, a love you know mm -hmm. that it's not like they have their high school you know romance or whatever to look back on you know you, you know you've been on dates and you whatever but you've never really had had a love like that so i kind of like that and i have a feeling like melissa joan hart and jason Priestley will have good chemistry Mm -hmm. i i feel like That's, and uh yeah. so i don't know i feel pretty excited about this i mean the the writers have written good stuff in the past the directors directed good stuff in the past it's got like a huge cast uh mm -hmm. people and uh what do you think rachel i think i'm gonna give this a diamond ring um partly because i think melissa joan hart and jason Priestley are gonna have fantastic i think they'll be very great to watch together i like the fact that Again, what you said, I think that Lifetime and Hallmark does well at featuring love stories for women who are not 20-somethings. And I really like the fact that someone of Melissa Joan Hart's age can find love for the first time. And it, the fact that it focuses on more mature people, I think is really great because, you know, you can find love when you're not 25. Mm -hmm. or 37 playing 25 um <laughs> and i think that this has a lot going for it do i think that maybe they're overshooting by you know using people they could have spread out to cast in several of these yes with all these cameos but i think mm -hmm. it looks cute so diamond ring for me what do you think dory i'm also going to give this a diamond ring it's just checking a lot of boxes for me podcast host yeah of holiday love stories you know goes back home for christmas firefighter never been in love before i i'm into this this is checking a lot of boxes for me and i'm looking forward to it and i also agree with everything you both said and i agree that they'll i think that these two will have 
good chemistry, you know? It, it kind of like, when you said both of their names, I'm like, huh, why haven't they been in a movie together before? Like, they, I feel like they should have been together before. So I think this will be a cute one. All right, so then we have Merry Little Christmas Wedding this on the 28th. And this is actually Lifetime's first ever sequel, Christmas movie sequel, which I thought Ooh. was amazing that they've never done one up until now. And this stars Kelly Rowland, Thomas Cadreau, Debbie Morgan, Brescia Webb, Latanya Williams, Jamie Calica, Nathan Vitti. And so everybody from the first movie is back and this is directed by Sharon Lewis and uh, is written by the same writer uh, of the original uh, Andrea Stevens who also did Christmas Jars and Christmas Connection and so this one is uh, that once again follows Jackie Little as she and Tyler try to plan their perfect destination Christmas wedding. Naturally, Jackie's plans go awry when her boisterous family intervenes in her planning and her snooty wedding planner quits in protest. <laughs> While nothing goes as initially planned, Jackie and Tyler get a Christmas wedding more memorable than they could have ever dreamed. So Dory, I'll let you go first because I know you love the original. I did love the original and I, this gets a diamond ring from me for that reason. Um, I just really enjoyed seeing like an obnoxious, fun, loving black family on mm -hmm. screen for Christmas. And that gets my vote and it gets my um, backing every single time. And I love that there's a destination wedding um component to this and a wedding planner that quits i mean that just sounds like hilarity to me so i'm i'm all in on this one what do you think rachel diamond as well because i really like the first one they all have fantastic chemistry i like i like me a good wedding holiday story and i think it has a lot of potential and if we're gonna do a sequel let's not make another christmas at evergreen or another <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, you know I mean? you're like speaking my love just, language. Like how many again? <laughs> like Christmas and Evergreen <laughs> number 12. This is a sequel that I can get behind because the dynamic works so well and because the supporting characters have enough potential for their own stories that it won't just be recycled. So A plus. Good job, Lifetime. <laughs> I guess what I didn't like about the original movie is I just felt like her family was super rude. Like she'd gone to all this effort to have them over to her house for Christmas and they just did nothing but complain about everything that she did they weren't open to anything new even the way that she cooked things the way that she was doing things i mean i just felt like in the they they I mean, there was all the the shenanigans which were fun but they were just too much for me and i just thought like come on they she's letting you into their into her home the least you could do is like try her cookies or you know like try yeah. something like not everything has to matter that much you know <laughs> like the you, you pick and choose your battles when you're when you're at a family event and i i don't know i just really they really irritated me and so i didn't like the first one it wasn't my favorite but i like all the cast and i'm willing to give it a shot wedding movies tend to not be also my favorite um so i'm gonna give this sock uh but i hope you all are right and i am wrong 
<laughs> so I, I certainly applaud the diversity. That I think is great. Okay, then we have, and I don't understand why this one gets the, um, the uh, I don't know what you call it, the, the introduction, the, the coda thing with people presents once upon a main street. Uh, I don't, and so this is actually like financed or presented by, um, by People Magazine. And the oh. only other time, I guess, the only other time they have done that on Lifetime, it was for the Megan and Harry movie, was People Presents Harry and Megan, which was terrible. Awful. It was terrible. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> so I don't know what the heck is up with People Presents Once Upon a Main Street, but whatever. That just that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> it was really bad. Um, this is November 29th, and uh, this stars Vanessa Lachey and Ryan McPartland, who I love both of them, and Patrick Duff Duffy. And it's directed by Don Perez, who are written by Don Perez, who did My Christmas Dream. That was the Andrew Walker, I mean, the um, Danica McKellar uh, one uh, with, um, shoot, I can't think of the guy's name. Anyway, um, and then Polly Draper is the director. And here we go. Super long description. So sorry. Uh, Amelia Lewis is super excited when she buys an available storefront planning to open a year round Christmas shop. But her celebration comes to a screeching halt when she discovers that Vic Manning has also bid on the property. Amelia and Vic have the same idea. Get to the seller, Elder Dubois in the next town and convince him to sell his space to them despite the holidays elder is down in the dumps it's the first christmas without his wife and he's in no mood to chair the decoration committee for the battle of the main street yearly holiday competition with the neighboring town hoping to win favor with elder amelia and vic volunteer to take over his duties after continually bickering and trying to one-up each other, the two combatants learn to work together and even get the merchants on Main Street to put aside their differences for the greater good. Everyone, including Amelia and Vic, realize that compromise is the key that leads to a happy and romantic ending. So the one thing about this is that, like, there's not a Main Street in America that's, that's like, people are fighting for space. There's space just in space so i mean i guess they don't want wouldn't want to have two all full-time christmas shops in this town so i guess that's more of the debate rather than the space but uh they are fighting it out to get the attention i don't really i mean i'm sure that elders people are named elder i've heard of that but i feel like it's sort of a interesting name choice uh but yeah they're that's a lot. I feel like that was a very convoluted <laughs> summary going on there, but I love Ryan McPartland. He was into yeah. it all the way and he was so good. And I really do like Vanessa Lachey a lot as well. So I don't know. What do you think, Dory? I have to give this a sock. That description was a <laughs> wild ride. And I, I mean... There's too much happening. Like <laughs> just too I much mean, Christmas. Like too much Christmas. Too much. Like <laughs> I mean, you could have made it a movie just about like the two of them trying to get this space, but now they're doing that by like 
becoming planning going a festival. on the decorating committee exactly they're planning a festival <laughs> i oh boy this this is a lot of tropes um jammed into one hour and a half movie <laughs> and my head is already spinning so sock yeah. <laughs> sock from me do you agree rachel sock with like a squirt of orange juice because i do like the two <laughs> leads but it's almost like this was written and someone was just like hey let's put it at christmas so let's shove all the christmas in it yeah. like it's it could easily have been it doesn't seem organically christmas it seems like something that had been written and then they just decided to put it here so mm -hmm. too much going on so sock mm -hmm. but squirt of orange juice because i really do like those two so yeah they're gonna be good together all right, so then we have the Christmas listing this November 30th, and it stars Lexi Giavnoli and Travis Burns. And uh, this one is uh, Julia Rogers is an uptight, hardworking real realty owner who has lost her Christmas spirit. She will have to spend five days at a Christmas Inn with her business competitor, Chad Everest, in order to win over the badly needed listing of the Erickson Farmstead. While competing to win the listing, Julia and Chad discover that they have more in common than they thought. So, Rachel, what do you think? Chad Everest, like, could you find a more Christmas movie guy <laughs> name than Chad Everest? Yeah. I'm going to give this a sock because a Christmas Inn is not a real thing. And this is just, I just feel like it's, yeah, it, it wasn't working for me. Sorry, yeah. Chad Everest and your Christmas movie. <laughs> I'm going to give this a call. I'm sorry. <laughs> but I just think it, it sounds so basic and nothing here. And I don't know either of these actresses, actors at all. So, and I don't know a writer or direct. There's no reason for me to have much hope for this one. I'm sorry. So, yeah. What do you think, Dory? I'm giving it a call, too. The movie right before it is about real estate. I cannot do this twice. What? No. I'm sorry. One lump of coal. <laughs> How many recession COVID year real right. estate movies? Right. Who? right now are fighting for real estate listings i just this is oh, no not the christmas inn yeah <laughs> they tried to get us it yeah. with the christmas inn but we are professionals here and we could not be fooled that's not a thing and we know it i just want to go to the christmas cool. inn socially distanced of course all right i mean it sounds like the, um, too nice and can't yeah, get i know cold. rachel's like i cannot <laughs> I like, get cold the was that terrible one that was the christmas in july about the christmas inn oh it was so bad <laughs> i can't think of the name just triggering it from my mind christmas oh. camp christmas camp no <laughs> Yeah, Christmas camp. Oh, it was so bad. Uh, Christmas camp was like walking their dogs. That was like all that was Christmas camp. It was so lame. It was bad, but I was so desperate for the feeling of Christmas that I was like, you know what? This will do. I'd even watch the hat movie. The hat movie I will give back exactly. to you. Exactly. That is a terrible movie. <laughs> <laughs> 
Christmas okay. hat store, that is not a real place. That's no so one stupid. can make money to survive with a Christmas hat store. It's so stupid. Like you really would bad. never have like a year round Christmas hat store. Who no. needs what? It's ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, okay. No so then we have Spotlight on Christmas. This is on December 4th. This stars Tori Anderson, who was in the um, uh, the Christmas uh, at um, Creek, Christmas at whatever Creek. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> whatever <laughs> Creek. It was called. It was, uh, she was in. Uh, she was in Return to Christmas Creek. I was close. <laughs> You're right. Uh, and I hated that movie, too. I really disliked it. Uh, and uh, so, yeah. And then she was also in Love Under the Olive Tree which branch. Dory. As my friend Mel called it, Love Under the Olive Tree Branch. Or Meet <laughs> Me Under the Olive Tree Branch. Yes. <laughs> Um, it does have Victor Zink Jr., who I really like. He's good. He's usually the wrong guy, um, but here he's playing the lead, so that's Aww. cool. I love it when a wrong guy gets a lead. I know. Yeah, that should be a for Christmas them. movie. It should be about yeah. an actor who's oh, always the sidekick, who finally brilliant. gets the lead. That, is that would be so very much meta more fun than you... some of these real estate movies. Rachel, yes. you need to write that as a book. All right, it, it has to be to like it's he moves into the leading role after. Oh my gosh, you should write friend. that. Or the I would wrong watch guy, because mm-hmm. you know there's that. like those three actors who always play like the bad fiance who yeah. wants to go to That's like, right. the Caribbean instead mm-hmm. of the cabin. Yeah, so those guys can finally get the cabin and the girl. Yeah. That's yeah, that was what was so brilliant. weird about Christmas, the first Christmas in Evergreen. Like the the your supposed romantic lead guy, he wants to go to Florida the whole time. Like, what yeah. is going That's on? That's how and you know the Christmas guy is bad. <laughs> if I'm like Marcus Rosner. Know. He's supposed to be the bad man of business, but he's literally flying a helicopter all the way to Vancouver just to see her or yeah. wherever they're at. They're like in Vancouver, and here's her guy that wants to go to Florida. So I'm like, why is he the bad guy and just, <laughs> this guy's the good guy? It makes no, no sense. No, so, the bad guy is the non-snow guy. We know this. And then we end right. up not liking the heroine because yeah. even though she's adorable, she fell for these terrible guys. So Ooh. I've always said that Ashley Williams picked wrong. Like, I want the guy who's willing to fly the helicopter in just to see me. Yeah. This Christmas is true. Evergreen 14. Not the one who's dying to leave. Story. <laughs> so... Yeah, so she picked wrong. Anyway, so dumped two weeks before Christmas, actress Olivia O'Hara secretly returns to her tiny hometown to hide out, eat cookies, and avoid the press. (laughs) What she doesn't expect is to be faced with the family she left behind, meeting a charming new guy, Casey Rollins, and a noisy reporter following her every move. Completely overwhelmed, Olivia contemplates running away from her life once again, and with, but with a newfound confidence and freedom, Olivia bravely steps up to take the starring role in her own life, realizing that home is where the heart is and that she deserves to be loved for exactly who she really is. So A plus to the summary writer. I think that was very well done. Uh, whether the movie will be good, I don't know. I think that uh, 
it has maybe a little bit of a feel of Christmas at Homestead. I was just yeah. like so Christmas good. in Homestead with my boyfriend, Michael Rady. Michael yes. Rady doesn't know he's my boyfriend. So <laughs> there I'm <laughs> announcing the secrets the out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think about this, uh, Rachel? I think it's a sock because it's it's too Christmas in Homestead. I do like the fact that she's going back and finding a new guy instead of a, a high school boyfriend. Um, but the whole reporter thing is kind of, it's kind of tired. There was also that Andrew Walker film where the he was a high school teacher and the star showed up in the hometown. It yeah, wasn't a Christmas I like theme. that one. Yeah. The, the, the um, uh, Date My Love or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, it should have been called... Yeah. It should have been called like the star date or celeb date or something like that. But anyway, what do you think, Dory? This is a sock for me. Um, What I don't understand is in the description, it says what she doesn't expect is to be faced with the family she left behind, but she's gone home to her hometown. She didn't think she was going to see her family. Yeah. Where did they go? Right. <laughs> right. And the family she left behind, did she leave behind a child? Did she leave behind her parents? I, yeah. That is throwing me and I can't stop thinking about it. And it's going to drive me crazy now. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess clearly I'm going to watch this because I got to see about this family she left behind. But I'm going sock for this. It just doesn't really. I. You know what? The actress in small town movie either really works for me and i love it like i really liked the homestead oh yeah i liked that movie a lot i thought it was excellent but there are some where i'm like i hate this diva Mm -hmm. i want well that's what's weird about this movie is that she seems so non-diva says that she needs to that she needs to get her confidence, newfound confidence and freedom. And that she's a starring role in her own life and all this stuff. And like typically the most of the actresses kind of plot that you see is somebody who's like a little full of herself, like a little, mm-hmm. and then she has to be charmed by small town life. That's true. So it's kind of weird. Yeah. She, I, like, why wouldn't you just stay in LA if you wanted to eat cookies and avoid right. the press? Nobody's doing anything in LA in Christmas. Well, and why, right. Why, if you are trying to avoid your family, would you go home? Yeah. The last thing I would do right. if I wanted to avoid my family <laughs> in Cleveland is go back to Cleveland. Not that yeah. I would ever avoid you, my family in Cleveland, you know, I love you. <laughs> I would never like you kind of know they're gonna be there right like she's going Uh, home to hide from the family that she left behind but she's going to her family's home what I don't get it I'm gonna give this a call I think this sounds pretty terrible (laughs) and I have no faith in even these actors especially like Victor Zink Jr I'm sorry no faith the gold star to the copywriter who deserves a raise for that starring role in her own life A plus plus to you way to go to the and saying she wants to go home to eat cookies and hide um yeah from the press that kind of reminds me of uh in the holiday you know when she goes goes shopping and and (laughs) like you're having a party um not not really um, <laughs> okay so then we have let's meet again on christmas eve and this stars kyla pratt and brooks darnell and uh the that airs on the fifth 
and uh, this is by directed by Jeff Beasley, who did Holiday Date last year. That was the one with Brittany Bristow, and uh, also did The Christmas Club, which is we're fans of here. Um, and this very exciting, written by Carly Smale, our favorite Christmas pen pals, and Snowden Christmas. She's amazing. So here we go. When college sweethearts Karina and Rob uh, get opportunities on opposite sides of the world, they decide to part ways and meet again in two years on Christmas Eve to see if they are really meant to be. However, when one shows up and the other doesn't, the fate of their romance seems to have reached to the end. Many years later, the two end up bumping into one another when they are both hired to help bring together a Christmas Eve wedding. With many questions left unanswered, they are about to embark on a journey filled with romance and magic just in time for Christmas Eve. So this sounds a lot like, uh, what's it, an affair to, an affair to remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Affair to but remember. Sad. They're supposed to meet <laughs> on top of the, uh, the Empire State Building and then they uh, don't. And because of, uh, it's, everybody should see that movie. It's really good. Um, and so yeah and i just this sounds really cute to me i think it sounds good and uh i i uh i liked kyla in the movie not her last year i didn't love her movie last year but then the year before i really liked her movie um and i can't remember much about it but i just remember liking it and uh and then brooke starnell i feel like he's done a couple things before that i've liked so I'm pretty excited about this. I think it sounds pretty good. Uh, do you agree, Dory? Oh, yeah. I I freaking love this concept. This actually is going to get a diamond ring from me. I love the idea that... I love how realistic it is. Like, mm-hmm. we are still kids. We are still young. Like, let's go our separate ways, live mm-hmm. our lives, and then try and come back together. And the fact that it doesn't work out one time but it's going to work out this second time. Hopefully I think that that is so cool. I really mm-hmm. like that concept. It just seems a little different and I am super into it. I think this sounds really, really good. It almost has a little bit of persuasion feel. Yeah. To it a mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you agree, Rachel? Yeah. I'm going to give a diamond ring because I find that a lot of these movies don't focus on emotionally mature couples and these two people mm-hmm. seem to know each other really well i also mm-hmm. like the idea of the build-up for a reunion that doesn't happen yes. so then they have to live with the fallout of it like yeah diamond ring for this also they're both adorable so mm-hmm. this will be great so the problem with her movie last year is i felt like he was he seemed even though i don't think he actually was in reality but he seemed way older than her which just made it a little bit awkward. And she has such a sweet kind of mm-hmm. younger seeming voice and demeanor. So I, I think the casting wasn't quite right with her movie last year. But right. anyway, so we have Christmas Ever After. This is on December 6th. This stars Ali Stroker and Daniel D. Uh, Tommaso. I can find any of the other information on it, but it's popular romance novelist Izzy Simmons spends every Christmas at her favorite snowy bed and breakfast. But this year she's faced with an impending deadline and a severe case of writer's block. Luckily, inspiration strikes in the unlikely form of the B&B's new owner, Matt, who bears an uncanny 
resemblance to the handsome hero from Izzy's novels. As both partake in the Lodge's annual itinerary of Christmas activities, Izzy's writer's block is cured, and the first pages of her and Matt's own love story may just be beginning. So this is exciting for a lot of people because Allie is uh, is uh, in a wheelchair, and uh, she's uh, the first one of these kind of Christmas movies for to have disabled representation. And uh, so that's really exciting. Plus she's just super cute and Tony winner. And so I think this sounds really cute. I like the fact that like, that she goes to this every year, this in, it kind of reminds me of the, um, kind of reminds me of the one with Allison Sweeney and Jordan yes. Bridges mm-hmm, that yeah. one with the Christmas that Inn and everything that was yeah. cute mm-hmm. Holly also, Holly Lodge or whatever it's yeah called. yeah, yeah that that's was, what yeah. it kind of reminds me of a little bit uh, and uh, so in, there's not really like a bad man of business in this like it's just the owner of the inn and then her like figuring out writing so I think it sounds really cute I mean give this diamond ring on this one I think it sounds really good and I'm excited for the people that are, are going to be represented for the first time. So, yay. Uh, what do you think, Dory? Oh, I mean, I'm counting down the days to this. I mean, this mm-hmm. gets a full jewelry store for me. I mean, you know, I think that, and I think we're guilty of this too on our podcast. We talk a lot about diversity, but we a lot of times don't talk about diversity of ability and that matters too. And, you know, I'm so grateful that Lifetime is doing this movie. I think Ali Stroker is a star. Like, you look at her and she is just a bright, shining, beautiful light. I think that she's going to light up this movie. Um, I'm, I'm so excited for this. And I'm so excited for people who use wheelchairs, who get to see themselves in her role. I think that that is beautiful and I want more of it. And then like on a smaller level, I just love a B and B. I love that it brings different people together who might not otherwise, you know, be have met ever. Um, It kind of reminds me of in love you like Christmas. She stays at a B and B and there's like a traveling salesman who, always stays there around the holidays and like it's just it, it's a yeah. nice little community that it, it, is built it kind of reminds me of uh the let it snow the one with yeah camera ray but in that case that one has a bad amount of business this one doesn't even seem to which i like yeah me too i love you know, that she's a romance crazy. novelist i love that she has writer's block and that this hot guy is gonna help get her out of it i mean just every note of this sounds like my kind of movie yeah there's also the mistletoe in mm-hmm. uh, that kind of has some more similar themes one. which i really enjoyed do you agree rachel i do um so i wrote this one christmas book but i'm a historical romance novelist that's what i usually do and i'm always falling in love with my heroes and yet none of them have come to life so not i think yet. that's just not adorable yet. not yet um <laughs> i also fell in love with ali on the tony awards when she was up for oklahoma and she won and i think again it's it's about time we had everyone should be able to enjoy either loving or mocking these films equally and so they need to be able to see themselves in them so yes all across the board diamonds all around love everything about it 
Yeah. Very good. Okay. So then we have the Santa squad, which I love that title. I think that's so funny. (laughs) Yeah. That's an awesome title. This is on December 7th and this stars Rebecca Dalton and Aaron Ashmore. It's directed by John Bradshaw who did the Christmas cure in Merry Matrimony and the best Christmas party. Uh, movies and written by Mark Valenti who did the Christmas pageant way long ago. So here we go. Allie, an out of work art teacher has to accept a job with the Santa squad to help wealthy widower Gordon and his two precious daughters rediscover the magic of Christmas as Allie is lifting the holiday spirits of the family with Christmas decorations, cookies, and shopping. Her kindness is rewarded with the most unexpected of gifts, love. So what do you think, Rachel? Do you want to join the Santa squad? Uh, I'm going to give it an orange because it sounds cute, but that's the, you know, it's mm-hmm. cute. Nothing hugely different about it, but whatever. It, it sounds, sounds cute. kind of like the, um, I called it the Christmas Batman movie last year with Aaron Cahill and Kevin McGarry. Mm-hmm. I forget what it was called in reality. <laughs> Random acts but, of yeah. Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that was, Random I that one. It was Christmas. good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you basically had Bruce Wayne uh, for Christmas. I loved that there. movie. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. Um, I kind of wish it was more of a squad. Then yeah. I'd be super excited. I mean, it's basically like the Christmas family. It's not like yeah. a squad. And if it was like the Santa squad, that would be really fun. Like if it, they had lots of people in this squad who were doing things and then that's right. when you have yeah. sequels for a movie because every one of them could have their own, their yeah. whole series. Yeah. I mean, if this was the X-Men of Christmas movies, I would be super excited. That would have been but fun. It doesn't appear to be the case. But um, I'm probably going to give it a sock. But what do you think? dory i'm also gonna give it an orange um because i like the widower movies what can i say and this Mm -hmm. also sounds a little bit to me about i love i also love the personal shopper movies where they have to come in like really get to know the guy so that they can figure out what his gift giving you know style would be to all the people in his life and i kind of get that vibe from this um so i think it has some potential but it does sound super basic you know we've seen this in a lot of different ways but i have a feeling i might like it It has Mm -hmm. potential all right okay so then we have in love by christmas and we'd like to take a second to thank our sponsors for this episode of the podcast they are the good folks over at care of and they've been a sponsor for us for uh, quite a little while and we're very grateful to them and they have a they have high quality products meets personalization and i think that's what makes them special and all of care of's products are formulated with good for you clean ingredients that are backed by science and they are super transparent about the research and sourcing behind all of their products and you get individualized recommendations that come in daily uh, individual wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into a routine we all are sort of struggling with that right now and and you have even it has your name on it they're very individualized and the way that they become individualized is they start you off with you taking 
their five-minute online quiz. And this quiz, it asks you about your lifestyle, your sort of your belief in vitamins, how you feel about that, your lifestyle, your skepticism, your health concerns, all that stuff are taken into effect. And then you are given with your recommendations for what you should be taking. And that's very, very helpful. And you can adjust your pack at any time. It's like having a one-on-one consultation with a nutritionist all without leaving your house. And I know when I took the quiz, I was able to narrow down to my sleep needs as being my highest priority. I was able to get some of the dream team on the go uh, quick sticks and those have melatonin as well as other Uh, properties that are good for helping you to sleep and they've been great. It's a wonderful service that they offer and makes things quick and easy. You can have it delivered, you can have uh, it on a regular basis, or you can individually order your vitamins. Important for all of us right now with fall coming on that we fall back into a healthy routine. As the season changes, it's important to get ahead of taking care of your immune health. It takes about 30 days for your body to adapt to new nutrients. So now is a great time to update your vitamin and wellness routines to help support your immune system this fall. Caravis products go beyond vitamins and supplements to include protein powders and boosts to help supplement your workouts as you move indoors in the colder months. So you will really find it helpful. For 50% off your first Carev order, go to takecareof.com, enter code Hallmarkies50. That's new code. So go to takecareof.com, enter code hallmarkies50. It'll be great for you. You'll really love it. And thanks so much. Mandy leads a successful young woman living in Miami is climbing her way up the corporate ladder in the hotel industry. Though she doesn't get back to her small Northern hometown much this year, her gram is able to finally convince her to come home for Christmas. Mandy has another reason too. the quaint local inn is for sale and she wants to acquire it for her company with her eyes on the prize. Mandy travels back home, but on her way there, she runs into Lucas Manzino her high school rival who has his eye on the inn as well. And I would say that the main appeal to this for me is Jesse Edge because I really do like him and I think he's usually funny and I think he elevates any movie that he's in, makes it better. I can't think of a movie that he's in that has been awful. Um, So that's the main, I mean, the plot doesn't do a whole lot for me and so I don't know. Uh, what do you think, uh, Rachel? Again, I uh, sock. I like him, but it's nothing. It didn't really stand out as like spectacular. But I'll watch yeah. it. Yeah. What do you think, Dory? Do you agree? I do agree. I'm gonna give it a sock. Also, I'm not crazy about these. Um, like corporation goes Real in the small estate. town to buy up. Mm-hmm. whatever mm-hmm. um i think we actually see that a fair amount and i'm not sure that it's ever really worked for me um but i do love jesse hutch and i feel yeah. like we get him in small doses so like i'm even more excited when i see him you know yeah. like he's been in a lot of these movies but he's there have been years, like years long stretches where we don't have him in anything. They're spread so, out. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. They're spread out. So I'm very like into him, love him. I think that if this is good, it's gonna be on the strength of his performance. Cause we Agreed. love him. 
I agree. And I mean, if you think about Let It Snow with Jesse Hodge, kind mm-hmm. of similar plot. Very similar. Hotel and yeah. everything. Okay. So then we have the Christmas setup. And this uh, is uh, coming out on the, uh, sorry. Next, we have the Christmas setup, which is coming out on the 12th. And this stars Ben Lewis and Blake Lee, who are real life married couple, which is exciting. Yes. And Fran Drescher. Hello. Yes. So excited. Diamond. Sorry, just cancel it now. Couldn't even get through the synopsis. Everybody else is all like, everybody else is all like, ooh, diversity. And I'm like, yes, that's amazing. But Fran Drescher's Fran Drescher. But this is the perfect movie for her to yeah, make her lifetime holiday appearance in. Um, I'm all about, all about yeah. everything about this movie. But Fran Drescher, that's going to be fun. Yeah. She's going to have a blast doing this. Because a lot of people don't realize how progressive the nanny actually was yeah. in the show. Yeah, like, they true. have tons of LGBT representation yep. in the nanny. I mean, because in the Fran cast that I host with my friends rare an episode goes by that we're not talking about some kind of gay storyline uh or some other kind of representation and of course they didn't like or think of it in that terms back then but nevertheless i mean I, especially for the 90s i mean she was way ahead of her game there and mm-hmm. so she's for her to be in the first of these major network gay yeah. christmas movies is absolutely perfect and brilliant and uh so uh, I'm so excited. I am absolutely a huge Fran Drescher fan. I've been wanting her to be in one of these movies so bad for so long. So thank you to the Lifetime people for answering my Christmas wishes. And, <laughs> <laughs> um, but let's read the, the synopsis. Okay. The Christmas setup follows the story of New York lawyer Hugo, who heads to Milwaukee with his best friend Madeline to spend the holidays with his brother Aiden and his mom Kate, who is also in charge of the local Christmas celebrations. Ever the matchmaker, Kate arranges for Hugo to run into Patrick, Hugo's high school friend and secret crush, who has recently returned after a successful stint in Silicon Valley. As they enjoy the local holiday festivities together, Hugo and Patrick's attraction to each other is undeniable, and it looks as though Kate's Santa-style matchmaking is a success. But as Hugo receives word of a big promotion requiring a move to London, he must decide what is most important to him. So there's so much to be excited about of this, but the, just the idea alone of Fran Drescher being the busybody matchmaker, mm-hmm. diamond ring. I don't care who the couple is. Mm-hmm. I'm on board. But the fact that this is a real life married couple is very exciting. And one of the things that Amy Winter said in the interview is that, you know, when she first heard of, they wanted to do this, she was a little bit concerned that you know, she doesn't want it to veer into after school special kind of territory mm-hmm. or anything like that being the first, there's sort of a, maybe a hesitancy to try to do that. And then she read the treatment and she just absolutely loved it. And she thought it was so sweet and fun and just a really cute story. So she totally sold me on it. Not that I needed to be sold. Uh, so diamond rings all the way on this. I think this is going to be great. And uh, yeah, so yay. Uh, this would be in my, if I was doing an article on my top three Christmas movies, 
period, Hallmark and Lifetime, this would be make the cut for me in, in that. Uh, do you agree, Dory? Oh, for sure. This is my most anticipated Lifetime premiere of the holidays. Diamond rings, 10 diamond rings, one for every finger. I think this sounds so cute. Like you said, Fran Drescher was like made to play the busybody matchmaking mama. Um, and the fact that it's a gay couple just takes it all the way over the top. I j- and I just can't wait to see this couple falling in love during the holidays. Like we've literally never seen that before on one mm-hmm. of these movies. And that's a big deal. Mm-hmm. And I'm so ready. Like we've been waiting for this moment and it's here. And I could not be more excited for this movie. I, I mean, I, I can't see a way that I don't like this movie. You know, I can't see it. (laughs) I agree. I agree. Do you agree, Rachel? And what I love is that with any of the films that we're talking about that are doing a wonderful, albeit somewhat late, we can all say, job at these major steps in diversity, none of them are quote unquote issue stories, which Mm -hmm. is wonderful. As you said, the after school special. I mean, Fran Drescher is obviously... Um, she's always been for inclusivity and positivity, but never in an after school on this very special episode of Blossom way. And I think that that is the way to include diversity into these movies is just to make people fall in love and be happy and represent everyone without it having to have some kind of obstacle or where we redirect the focus to some kind of issue. And I think that's why, um, that Canadian show Shit's Creek has done so well. It's just, yeah. it's just a part of that. So, yeah. but effortless. A, a, a lot of diamonds for Fran Drescher because I was not expecting that. So it's like, mm-hmm. boom, Fran Drescher, <laughs> she's in this. <laughs> yes. And I mean, I, I love the, the Jewish woman who's like, yeah, I'll do a Christmas movie. Why not? <laughs> it's <laughs> right. great. Yes, I love it. I mean, yeah. her, uh, her. The, on the nanny there's a whole animated christmas special episode yes we just covered it on the show this is very exciting i mean um, and does the nanny not have the best opening credits of any oh, show yeah. ever yes. between the song and the animation like i mean <laughs> queen fran drescher welcome to the fold i yes. hope we have more movies more holiday movies with her because she is a goddess and yeah. we worship her Agreed. All right. Very good. Okay. Then on the 13th we of December, we have a Sugar and Spice Holiday. This uh, stars Jackie Lay and Tony Garo and uh, Yi Ma, I believe. Sorry if I pronounce names wrong. Uh, and this one is, is directed by Jennifer Liao. And she has been so cute on Twitter. She has uh, been. When, when they first announced it, I said, I said, uh, welcome to the Christmas movie making family. And she was like, I'm so excited. And uh, <laughs> so I'm, I'm delighted with her. And I hope, I hope we can get her on the podcast. I, I'm hoping so. But anyway, and then written by Irene Donahue. And Amy told me that it was very important for them to have the diversity both in front of and behind the camera in oh, this uh, for for a lifetime with this so it wasn't just the uh, that this is a chinese uh, american story but that they had the director the writer everything like that uh so that is really cool and uh so the the plot is 
It follows Susie, a rising young architect who returns to her small hometown in Maine for Christmas, where her Chinese-American parents, Pete and Mimi, run the local lobster bar. Following the loss of her beloved grandmother, who was a legendary baker in their community, Susie is guilted into following in her grandmother's footsteps by entering the local gingerbread house competition teaming up with an old high school friend billy who grew up to be a catch susie must find the right recipes and mix of sugar and spice infused with her cultural traditions to win the competition and perhaps find some love in the process and I have to say, if this, if, if I just read the summary, I would think this is a Lacey Chabert movie. <laughs> it sounds very LC to me. Uh, but I like the fact that they, that this, this was not something that they just tagged on the Chinese American element to it. This was something that was brought to them by I, this writer, Irene Donahue, I believe, and, uh, and sold to them. Uh, and they were, you know, excited about it. So that was the impression I got from what Amy said. And so that, that makes me excited about it. And I, you know, I'm just, again, more, more representation. Uh, and, uh, I, I thought the director was really cute. So I, I'm going to give it an orange, uh, and uh, an orange with diamond dust. The plot seems pretty basic, but I, I really want to love it. So I hope I will. Uh, what do you think, Rachel? I think that orange with dust, um, the gingerbread thing is overdone, but if they're going to interweave her family's heirlooms and traditions into gingerbread, then yeah. that would give it an interesting slant. Uh, diamond dust for making sure that inclusivity and diversity are not just in front of the camera, but also behind, because that mm -hmm. is something that a lot of, uh, us need to think about it's not just the people on the camera we need to be making sure that we're um having diverse teams in every area of these films but it sounds really cute but mm -hmm. ginger, gingerbread is overdone but yeah what, what do, do you, you think do? <laughs> i'm with both of you the orange but with diamond dust sprinkled all over it because i do think the gingerbread aspect is really overplayed but i'm just reading a little bit about the writer irene donahue's um background and it mm -hmm. says she's the youngest of seven children born to a vietnamese mother and an american naval officer she grew up in oh. rhode island after graduating from brown university spent years traveling and working around the world um teaching and teaching english in japan tamping on wall street and sailing in south africa so what i like about this is that i'm sure it draws from her real life experience i love that mm -hmm. she grew up on the east coast she's from rhode island this takes place in maine so i think that it can feel authentic because it sounds like so many pieces of her actual life are going to be placed into this movie. And that actually gives me a whole lot of hope mm -hmm. for this one. Um, so yeah, I'm going to definitely stick with you guys. Orange with yeah. some diamond dust. Yeah, because it's not like they had, you know, sugar and spice movie and or gingerbread movie and said, okay, how can we make it Chinese? That's not what happened right. here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's organic to the story and exactly. you can always mm -hmm. tell. Yeah. 
Okay, then we have Lone Star Christmas, and this one is on December 14th, and this stars Stephanie uh, Bennett and Marco Grazzini, who we talked about earlier, and it's when a single mom, Erin, takes her daughters to spend Christmas with her estranged dad on his Texas ranch. She unexpectedly falls in love with local restaurateur, Mateo, while learning to forgive her father for the past. And uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Uh, what do you think of this one, Rachel? Sock only because I think I just watched this when it was called something else with Treat Williams. <laughs> like, oh. I just... <laughs> yeah, I'm Rocky Mountain Christmas. Yeah, I just, I feel the ranch thing and the restaurant. I mean, Sock, because it, it does seem a little bit tired but i i'm up for a hot restaurateur like i'll watch it but uh <laughs> it just didn't get doesn't have the same pizzazz of some like is fran drescher in it because <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's gonna be my new thing every movie like, oh. <laughs> um, but uh so stephanie bennett she was in the last bridesmaid she played the the bride in that case um which i thought she was really cute actually mm-hmm. Uh, and she was also in Valentine in the Vineyard. I think she married Marcus Rosner in that movie, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I um, so. And then, uh, and then it's directed by Lucy Guest, who did Love on Harbor Island, um, and oh, she's been cute. in a she's been in a bunch of uh, Hallmark movies as an actress, and now she's doing some acting. I mean, some directing. I didn't love Love on Harbor Island. It had some nice things about it, but. I'm definitely willing to give her another shot. Um, this is written by Allison Spuck McNeely. So I love the fact that it's very all, this is all female, 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 mm-hmm. um, which is cool. Um, I, she did Hearts of Winter, which I actually didn't love. I thought it was kind of a snooze, but uh, I am willing to give her another shot as well. Uh, the, I'm going to give this an orange. It doesn't, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm hoping that I'll like it. Uh, but, um, it does seem kind of basic, but I don't know. I'd be, I'd be probably more excited if her father was somebody like James Brolin or someone like that, that mm-hmm. I was a little more excited about. So, um, what do you, what do you give it, Dory? I'm a little more optimistic. I'm going to give it an orange as well, but I'm a little more optimistic. This sounds to me like Lifetime does one of these every year, right? Like there's mm-hmm. Christmas in Louisiana. There's yeah. Christmas in Miss- Mississippi. Mm-hmm. This sounds very similar, The um, but now it's in Texas. And I'll tell you what, I love all of them. There has not been one, you know, Christmas right in blank Southern state with, blank you know, you know, like yeah. slot yeah. in your southern state, and there is yeah. a either single mom or hardworking um, business lady who is coming from the big city back to her hometown, and they have all worked for me. Um, and so, based on that history, um, I'm in. Mm. Yeah. All right, I can see that. I can see that. Uh, what did you, Rachel? What did you give? Yeah, I was you a give sock. A- and I'm not going to keep okay. my sock, but my sock can always turn to an orange. That's the magic of Christmas. <laughs> good. Very good. That's right. Okay. So then we have Christmas on the menu and this is December 18th. And this stars Kim Shaw, 
Clayton James and Cynthia Gibb. And this is also written and directed by Jake Helgren, who we talked about earlier. So Kim Shaw, she was in Christmas Scavenger Hunt uh, last year, which I feel okay. like I liked more than almost anybody else. And the and Dory was actually on the podcast that we recapped it. Mm-hmm. And we had, we laughed so hard. Even just her food choices, we were laughing. Yeah. Wasn't it chili and a strawberry milkshake or something? And we were both like, you'd be sick. You'd be out of the Christmas scavenger hunt because you'd be in the bathroom. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah oh, yeah and and she's like making then they were making cookies and uh he and i loved in that movie uh, the, uh her um other uh the other guy in that movie uh he played by john welch i uh i forget his i loved uh we interviewed him and i absolutely loved that interview and I love Kevin McGarry. So that one I liked more than, than most people seem to have enjoyed There was, it. as I recall, there was a lot going on in that movie. Yeah. Like, wasn't there, was. there a part with a veteran, like a veteran comes home at a yeah, certain and Tom point. Arnold was in it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's Logan. So, and you're just, right. You're just like, wait, now what's happening? And they kept getting those texts. Oh, yeah. man. And the but other, the other the text because of the graphic on the bottom of the Hallmark screen. Oh, man. I had lots of complaints about the, this. The one. other guy, the other guy, Logan, they just leave him at the airport <laughs> with nobody to pick him up. And he's like, Didn't you get my message? She's like, No, sorry. <laughs> like, that's nope. the ultimate insult to leave. I was scavenger hunting. Sorry. <laughs> scavenger hunt. Um, so that's exciting. <laughs> for rachel that is exciting yeah for me i (laughs) loved that movie and i think that's so funny okay here we go next uh so here we go here's the description josie jennings a celebrated romantic 35 year old chef in the city heads home to spend the holidays at the quaint magical bed and breakfast where she grew up and her mother shannon has just opened a new restaurant famous food critic tanner rhodes who has given josie harsh reviews in the past comes to town to review the new restaurant and josie's christmas cuisine as the holidays unfold josie and tanner get to know each other better and a romance soon begins to blossom but will tanner find a way to right his wrongs write a rave review for the bistro's delicious cuisine and win josie's heart by christmas eve Hmm, who knows what's gonna happen? Uh, so I do like a movie with a critic, uh, as a film critic mm-hmm. myself. I'm a fan <laughs> of that. Uh falling in love. I think that's great. Uh I think it's cool to have Cynthia Gibb in a lifetime movie. I think that's cool. Uh and I I really I have to also say about the uh the interview with john welsh you should totally listen to it because he talks all about how the hotel that they were staying at was haunted oh wow during the movie and it's the i love that interview so much you should check it out it's one of my favorites uh but so yeah the uh this one sounds fun to me i am i'm going to give it I don't know if I'm quite a diamond ring level, but I will give it a dusted orange. A diamond dusted orange. I hope <laughs> I like it. Please like it. Uh, what do you think, Rachel? I think half sock, half orange, because okay. yeah. I do like the idea of the the restaurant critic, but this isn't just 
a story we've seen in another year. Like, I feel like we've heard this story in tonight's recap. (laughs) Like, it's with the restaurant just opening before Christmas. (laughs) I think we're getting a few of these this year. Um, So it should be like its own subgenre. So I do like the idea of a restaurant critic, but I also think that there are a lot of restaurant movies but I got to give it to, as soon as I heard Christmas on the menu, I knew what this movie was about. Yeah. I just figured it out. Um, yeah. Half sock, half orange. Pratt won't live up to the, the, the uh, glory of, of uh, Christmas scavenger hunt. Uh, but, um, but we can hope. And Dory, <laughs> do you agree? The glory. <laughs> the glory. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I have to give this a sock what is her christmas cuisine josie's christmas cuisine uh, what is that bread house exactly yeah. is that a gingerbread <laughs> red house is that christmas cookies is that i don't yeah, know a lot of a, cranberry like turkey probably. yeah <laughs> no. I, I just uh, i don't know <laughs> i like rachel just said we have i feel like we have heard this description tonight already <laughs> and i I'm not excited for this. Um, but you know what? I, I live to be surprised. And, you know, there's always some random movie that everyone hates that I like. Maybe this yes. will be it. You know? Yeah. I, you know, I'm obviously no, going to watch true. this. And and I might even love it. But from the description alone, I, I, can't, I can't give it yeah. one for a diamond. I'm sorry. All right, so then we have, uh, we're almost done. So then we have A Christmas Exchange, and this is, uh, that's just a working title. This is on December 19th, and this stars Lara Vandervoot and Raymond Soonfranks, the name. And uh, the summary is, uh, and this is, this is directed by Justin Dyke, who we've had on our podcast, and he did A Very Country Christmas, which I actually really enjoyed. Oh, I like that Both of those. Yeah, yeah, both of those for Up. Uh, Christmas in Paris, which I liked last year, and Chris- the Christmas in- with a Prince movies, both of those he did, wow. which I also liked, which, Char- which had Charles Shaughnessy in it from The Nanny. <gasps> yes. So, yeah, we're, uh, we're getting there. Um, okay, and then <laughs> this is written by Na- Nael Kimmel who did love Alaska, which is, I think, very underrated and was quite good. It's definitely a tearjerker, but that also stars Victor, Victor Zink Jr. Very good um, that I, I liked. And I'm thinking about maybe doing that for on friendship coming up next year. So anyway, but I liked uh, that. So that's good writer. Okay. So the holiday season has started and Molly Cooper is looking for joy. Finally living her childhood dream, Molly swaps her quaint farmhouse for London financier Patrick Kingston's posh apartment. Through the ups and downs of her new life in London and searching for romance, Molly begins to look forward to all communication with Patrick. Likewise, Patrick finds Molly's warm emails and texts charming and compelling. Sparks fly between them as they get to know each other as they live in each other's spaces. It's a little house swap going on here. Hello, trading Christmas. Let's do you again. Get ready to see Vancouver as London. <laughs> Get ready to see that same. 
Oh, when Vancouver's Boston, it just makes me laugh. It's like you see the overhead and then it's like, hello, Vancouver. We're not even trying anymore. We tried for the credits. Um, I think it actually sounds kind of cute, to be honest. Um, uh, So I'm going to give this just a regular old orange. No dust, but I think it sounds, it sounds like it could be cute to me. Uh, I don't know either of these actors. That's my only hes- real hesitancy on it. But do you agree, Dory? I'm giving it a diamond. This, oh. is my, this is my catnip. A house exchange <laughs> movie. Pen pals. I mean, this one this side is... of Vancouver, the other side of exactly. <laughs> you know, I, I, I mean, I just can't think of a like of a house swap movie that hasn't worked for me. I love the holiday. Trading Christmas is my number one made-for-TV Christmas too. movie it's of all time. The best. It's yeah. excellent, and I know it can't be topped. But to even get like a little taste of that, oh, ah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, diamond. Do you agree, Rachel? I am. Yeah. Especially because we haven't seen a house swap in several seasons. Like it's been a while since we've had that trope. And so I think a lot of people trading Christmas is now in Hallmark years, which are like dog years, many, many years. So there's a lot of new viewers (laughs) who have not seen it. Yeah. Yeah. If you haven't seen it, it's really good. Watch that. Um, But I, I definitely, um, I think that this has some major catnip going on and we haven't seen this trope in a while so it's time for another one agree yeah i think so the closest i can think of is was like something like christmas getaway where but it was more like sharing the same cabin in that case yeah and i loved that movie too like this is this is right up my your jam this is my jam (laughs) i'm ready so we have a christmas is our final one this on the 20th a christmas break and this stars Cindy Sampson and Steve Byers. And Steve Byers was in The Christmas uh, Cure. He was on Good Witch. So he's some... Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, the, the synopsis, school teacher Addison Tate wants this Christmas to be special for her kids, especially since the school board has decided that it will be the last as the school will be closing. When for Addison... COVID meets the Emmy, uh, a Hollywood actor ho- uh, home to reconnect with his roots on a Christmas tree lot. Sparks fly, uniting the two to save the school from closing right before Christmas Eve. Yeah, and <laughs> they're all close because COVID. Uh, Rachel, what do you think? Uh, nothing about this is just screaming yay. Uh, I sock. It- yeah. Do you agree, Dory? Yeah, this is, I mean, this is sock for me with, um, like, the toe dipped in coal <laughs> dust. <laughs> yeah, I think that's I, um, this does not excite me in why, any way. Why line up, people? Is this your December 20th film? Right? That's what this I was wondering. Your, this is your Halloween Eve, Eve, Eve film. <laughs> You put well, pressure she, on the 20th. Come on, people. <laughs> the only I thing think... I can figure is she did tell me, Amy Winter said that they only have two movies left 
they're all the rest done, which is amazing. Uh, but uh, maybe it's not finished. Maybe. Oh, that makes sense. That so makes my so only much guess. sense. That's my I only just, guess. But yeah, really? I, and I don't know this uh, actress uh, at all. It doesn't mean she's not awesome. I, but um, not enough to make me excited for the preview. So yeah, I think I'd go coal on it. It looks pretty basic. But there we go. That's it. We did it. That's like a million movies. And 70% of them are set in restaurants. (laughs) (laughs) Or inns. It's either either restaurants or fighting for real estate property. Everyone it's does gonna be in December an season. because who doesn't want to land their hot real estate property the week of Christmas? Yeah. <laughs> who doesn't um, want to move into an abandoned <laughs> building over Christmas? You know? Yeah. Uh, I mean, man, so that's a good. I'm ready. Um, so <laughs> why don't we do a hashtag? So since this podcast is so long. So if that's you've right. listened to the entire podcast, you will. How about uh how about uh we love lifetime what this i can try to think one that's not too long um hashtag uh hashtag holiday fran fans how about that Ooh, cute nice so hashtag holiday fran fa- fran fans put that in your tweet or other social media post, Instagram, whatever, and we'll know that you listened to the entire long <laughs> podcast. But hopefully you enjoyed it. We sure do enjoy doing these previews. And there's a lot to look forward to. We gave out a lot of diamond rings. We really did. Yeah. We did. Very few coal. Very few. And uh, so we will have information for Rachel for your book in the Woo-hoo. description. Make sure you all check it out. It's super cute. Uh, we're really excited. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Oh, it was a great. hoot. Thank you. I'm going to be <laughs> tweeting with both of you when we watch all of these. Yes. Um, because, man, I'm looking forward to about 80 zillion hours of Christmas movies. Yeah. It's going to be I'm so ready. It's so epic. <laughs> it's going to be more this year. It's going to be extra sweet. Uh, so, uh, Dory, <laughs> how can people find you? Um, you can find me at All the Feels Pod on Twitter. Oh, that's um, you. That's me. <laughs> Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, yeah, that's me. So listen to our podcast, subscribe, talk to me on Twitter. We're also on Facebook, All the Feels Pod um and thank you for having me on rachel it's always the best and please um for some of these real estate movies maybe have me and rachel back on so oh we my can, gosh yes. so we can reevaluate how we felt about yes. them how we felt <laughs> about hero chad everest who decides <laughs> that now is the time to open a year-round christmas store next yeah. to the other year-round christmas store <laughs> stay tuned everybody (laughs) so suspenseful (laughs) so uh, 
<laughs> Rachel, what about you? What's your social media? I'm everywhere you? on social media. I'm at Rach K Mick, R-A-C-H-K-M-C. So that's Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all R-A-C-H-K-M-C. And you can find me. I've written a bazillion books, but this one is specific to made for TV Christmas movies. And I love talking about them. So please find me. Great. Yeah, we'll have all that in the description section. Make sure you follow that. And uh, make sure that you're following the podcast, The Hallmarkies Pod and Hallmarkies Podcast, all over social media. And please leave your ratings and reviews if you're listening on iTunes. Really need that, especially going into this Christmas season. Uh, the more reviews we have, the more likely people will be able to find us and find the podcast. So please, 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 please do that. And if you're watching on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. We appreciate that as well. And then we also have our patron group, which again, we are doing a... Uh, uh, watch along with Carly Smale, a uh, writer extraordinaire for Christmas Pen Pals coming up this month. We have lots of other fun perks to being a patron and we sure appreciate that. We also have our merch store, which has tons of festive designs, including wow. our adorable elf shirts designed by artist Jessica Miller. So you definitely